Hey, 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 everyone. Welcome back to Spilling the GNT Podcast. You're here with Bolo. Dr. Tom. Now we're here to give you the opinion you never really asked for. We're giving it anyway. That's right. Bolo is a performer. Mm, and Dr. Tom's a psychiatrist. Mm. And we're here to give you our professional, professional, professional review on RuPaul's, RuPaul's Drag, Drag Race. Race Season 16. So let's raise a glass. Or a bottle. And start spilling. GNT. Playing. Everyone, welcome back to the live podcast review. Of RuPaul's Drag Race season 16, you know how it goes. We watch intermittently, we stop and we chat. We spill our brains. Give our judgments. Share our unsolicited opinions. And then see what they think, really. See if it matches with what the outcome is. And mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. then we discuss why they're wrong. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. How, how, we, how we think they should correct themselves in future, basically. How are you today, Paolo? I'm a bit, I'm a bit you know, under the weather, Tom. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. See, that was a really sympathetic noise then. Oh, oh, here's an idea. Get over it. <laughs> yeah, get here's over an idea. it. Suck it up. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. It's not easy. Moving on. Yeah, it's not easy. It is. No, no, my, no my, my life is hard. Yeah. yeah. Um, uh, this would be a good mirror moment if I was on the show. Actually, I will be giving a talking head and there'll be a, um, you know, it'll cut to me in the workroom. Yeah. Yeah. crying you were born at a very young age yeah weren't you yeah, yeah. um <laughs> for the first few years of my life i couldn't even walk no no couldn't even feed myself you'd just wake up and you'd soiled yourself that moment is so underrated yeah dacia sky is pretty underrated queen i think absolutely yeah, yeah, yeah. i reckon she'd be great on an all-stars she'd be very good at an all-stars talking about all-stars you guys would know that we have just dropped uk virtual the world season two i'm so excited about that season i love this cast and it's quite a bombshell of a first episode no spoilers it, for anybody who's not seen it but it's a great first episode go on listen listen to the podcast it's yeah. a great cast mm-hmm. great first episode you need to listen we're going to be doing it's side by side, season sixteen and UK versus the world. Very so busy the next few weeks. The, you'll be busy. Everyone, you're going to be busy. It's going to be a lot of us. You're, you're going, going to be, be hearing a lot us, of frankly. these things. So if we look back, if we look back last week to season mm-hmm. sixteen, what happened last week? We did see Amanda. Amanda yes. went home. Um, and it's been a week. I've let it all simmer. Everything uh-huh. has settled. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And again, I agree. Um, I don't think she should have gone home. No, I I agree too. And uh, yeah, my my feelings haven't changed. I mean, it's one of those situations. Q had a great track record. Q definitely deserved to be in the bottom two. And Q did not win the lip sync, I don't think. Mm. Fantastic queen that she is. It was just a really bad week for her. Amanda, we loved what she did in the challenge. And she didn't lose the lip sync. And she's been such a fan favourite. Who are they going to get rid of next? Plain Jane. Plain Jane. <laughs> I mean, what's what's Plain Jane going to do now? She's going to be twiddling her thumbs. I, I, I've mentioned a couple of times, I think Plain Jane is, she's so cognizant of the storyline that she's creating for herself and she knows she needs to redeem herself. And I I just have a firm fixed belief she's going to do that. She's um she's gone back to the drawing board. She was like, okay, this was not my plan. Um, for the next <laughs> no. few episodes, I actually was going to do this sort to Amanda, and then we were going to make up over here. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Now yeah, she's, that's now, it. That's now it. she's yeah, gone yeah, back. Yeah. Now she's going back to the yeah. work. Okay, now I was going to use my potion to save her. I just didn't expect it to be <laughs> in the bottom. It just it was not worked out. So she, she's gone back to the drawing board. Yeah. Now and she's she's redone it all. So everyone, don't worry. I'm sure Plain Jane's got something up her sleeve you, you know, for this episode. You know that meme of Charlie 
from it's always sunny in philadelphia with the stuff behind him with like the the storyboard and yeah like the, the it's like that that's plain jane's that, story that's storyboard. exactly what she's doing oh my god that's exactly what she's doing <laughs> if you look back also last week we did see group fucking stick mm-hmm. they've won there was team agami maya nymphia and geneva car Great and moment for those queens. We have seen just the beginning of the episode. So they've come in uh-huh. and, you know, we'll see by that Amanda. Q's there, feeling her oats. And they are congratulating Thick and Stick. Do you know what? The other girls are quite happy. And I'll tell you why I think that they're happy. They're happy that they won. Do you know why? Why? Because in their minds, like... it's in, There's two ways I think that they're thinking. Uh-huh, uh-huh. The first one is, oh my god... Nymphie's got another win. She's yeah, leading Nymphia the pack. Oh my, you know, she's, 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 yeah, yeah. she's, she's, she's gaining momentum. And then, and the other, and the other way of looking at it is, if I was there and Geneva got a win and Megami got a win and Mai got a win, I, I wouldn't be threatened. <laughs> is that a mean? Is that a mean? I wouldn't be threatened. I'd be like, oh, congratulations, because you just know there's something in you that just is just like, mm, well, that could come. They're to- not a contender. They're, this that- isn't going to affect me, but. But that complacency could come to bite them in the arse, really, couldn't it? Because I think Megami's done better week on week in particular. Geneva's had more of a roller coaster. Um, so who, know, who knows what could happen next? But I do get where you're coming from. That It does feel like the Queens are probably underestimating this group who've just won. It's underestimated, but what I'm just saying is that I don't think they, they feel threatened. They don't perceive them as a threat. Yeah. They're like, okay, you got to win. Congrats. Um, they'd be a lot more pressed if, if Safira had another win. Yeah, or, exactly. Yeah, plane, exactly. Yeah, yeah. You don't want the strong ones to get momentum. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So when, when other people start winning who just, you know, so far are perceived as not a threat, you're just like, oh, you're, it's <laughs> that's okay. That's cute. You're, yeah, that's cute. That's you're, cute. You're happy to be happy for them <laughs> because you're just like, oh, well, yeah, what are you going to do? That's really cute. Let's see they, um, yeah, <laughs> Q and Tsunami have a little moment, don't they? And it's kind of a continuation from Untucked, where Miss mm-hmm. Q, feeling her oats, um, said two names, and yeah, Tsunami's yeah. feeling it. I expect the Tsunami to go off much more because do you remember when someone said Candy Muse's name on that stage, girl? I mean, she's a muse, but she's she's the she's the yin to Candy's yang. I think she, she's the karma muse. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's what we're seeing. Because I, I was like, oh, she's going to go off, and then she didn't. We didn't speak much about that interaction, but I, I think there was quite a lot going on there in the sense that Q didn't need to say two names, but she did, and I think that was very kind of scattergun kind of like if i'm going down i'm taking somebody with me type of thing i think cube really pressed to be in the bottom because she's very striving and perfectionistic and then in that moment with tsunami do you remember she this this is the queen who um had taken the conversation to play in jane about invalidating her feelings she like really invalidated tsunami's actually quite re- reasonable response you're right um but, she said, I don't know why you're getting so mad. Uh-huh. uh-huh. I, and then I was like, are you gaslighting her? What, I think it was just like one... I think Q was just... She may have looked calm, but I think Q was actually feeling quite frantic on the inside in that episode because it really, really confounded her expectations of what she should have been achieving. And, you know, when, when we're in our emotions, we lose our ability to mentalize. We're not very good at putting ourselves in other people's shoes. And I think that's probably what was going on. Yeah. Yeah. Good. It's a really good reminder that you said... What happened last week with Q telling plain Jane, hey, this is what you did when I said how I felt. (laughs) And um, you invalidated it. And she kind of made it a moment. And then Mm -hmm. she 
she kind of became a hypocrite because then she did the same thing to Shinami. Yeah. So I'm like, hmm. But we, we do. All of us, we lose our ability to put ourselves in other people's shoes um, when we're stressed. I don't. I don't. I'm just one of those people that mm. are just very aware. You're an empath, yeah. actually, oh, aren't God, you? Oh, God, don't. You are. I am not a jam jar. Do not label me. <laughs> I swear to God. Everything is becoming everything and everything is epic. <laughs> I mean, everyone's, uh, there's so many things, especially because of social media, everyone's like, I'm, I'm an empath. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm this and I just feel things and oh, I'm feeling sick today because someone near me was feeling under the weather. <laughs> I'm like, what the hell? Sounds like you're trying to steal their thunder, frankly. Exactly. Could you Could you imagine being actually sick? I mean, mm. someone saying that they, they feel sick for me, mm-hmm. so therefore they are. No. Uh-uh. Not, 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 on, my, not on my watch. Okay? Give me my flowers. Yes. Thank you. This is my dying black swan act. We have our, um, our lovely churro... Churro, Charo. Charo. Okay, yeah, Churros I'm hungry. I'm hungry. Treat. I'm sorry. You are hungry. But Charo is also a delicious treat. And they've done a little mini challenge where there's a bit of a dance, bit of a dance going a on. Nothing yeah. really to discuss there. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it's it's nice to, and it's also very telling. The, the queens obviously will pick up on this. Yeah. On what makes Rue happy, what makes Rue laugh. Yeah. Because there are certain characters that she brings back time and time again. Her being one of them. Charo, if, if they If they are smart, they need to, you know, look at these patterns. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, okay, see, that's what, see how easily mm-hmm. Rue laughs and how easily Rue falls in love with that kind of character. Yes. And they need to find moments and times of kind of absorbing that and being that. Because mm-hmm. at the end of the day, it's really about what Rue wants. It's Rue's show. If you want to go far, make her laugh. That's she it. She loves to laugh. She's just one of those people who loves to laugh. She just loves live, life, laugh. She, she's got it up in she's her world. She's got it all, in every live, single laugh, room in that mansion of her. She's got it. <laughs> the queens need to create two identical looks this episode. It's, it's, yes. it's a design challenge. Yay. It's also a branding challenge mm-hmm. and a storytelling challenge. Yeah. They have to uh, create something for themselves and yes. for a doll. So an identical outfit out of materials it doesn't say anything about unconventional materials or anything but for them and for a doll but it's got to be on brand their drag essence has to be in there um so it's i feel like it's quite reminiscent i think you mentioned this last week really i think you saw this coming of the season nine princess and sort of sidekick challenge um so Yes, there's a storytelling element here as well. So it's it's a bit of a twist on a design challenge. I'm looking forward to this. Yeah. Uh, it, did that episode birth? You're perfect. You're beautiful. You're, yes. You look like yes. a Linda Evangelista. You're, you're a model. model. Yeah. That's, did you sound those tides? So everyone, you know this episode. Everyone knows this. This is, I, this is iconic drag race where Asia just... Wow. Just the Aggressively complimented yes. her. That's what she said. That we all needed, but didn't deserve, really. And I'm hoping we get another one like that this episode. And she also birthed Princess Disaster. So we had that Valentina, Disasterina. Tom, did you play with dolls growing yes, up? Uh, I didn't possess any, but when I had access to them, I would dabble. Yeah. I mean, I had Transformers, and they're kind of dolls, really, aren't they? They're just dolls that turn into cars and jets and dinosaurs. Um... Well, what are no those those action figures? What is the difference between a doll and an action figure? Please tell me. An action figures for the boys. Well, that's just that's just gender stereotyping. Yeah, 
Yeah, I'm I'm fully weird, aren't I? <laughs> Did you like dolls? Do you know what? I remember this. Now, I remember knowing that people played with dolls. I remember mm-hmm. being young and knowing that people played with this. I, just want, I want everyone to know that I never had dolls growing up. Um, mm-hmm. I never had, we, I mean, in my family, we couldn't, we couldn't afford toys like this, but I, so my, um, experience of what they were was people would play with them, brush their hair, or you have a Batman figure, mm. you know, and you'll just like create these scenarios in your head. I remember one time, uh, I, I, I must have found a toy and I remember going, oh, that's what people do with them. They, they create these stories and mm-hmm. they, oh, look, I'm a Batman. I want to fly over there. <laughs> and I remember doing that, you know, playing the part of how a child plays with the dolls. And I remember telling myself, this is so stupid. Like, <laughs> this is not a real human. They, they can't fly. Why am I making them fly? Then I'm like, but I, I remember. So you really did not get into it. I, I, I didn't get into it because I felt mm. like an idiot. I, I really felt stupid. I'm like, this is dumb. It's like role play there. I was like, this is, why am I doing this? This is not real. These aren't real things. <laughs> I remember okay. thinking that. So imaginative play wasn't your forte. No, then. no, it wasn't. <laughs> Okay. I can imagine you playing with your Transformers and being oh, I, so... I concocted. Well, I, I actually was the kind of kid who liked kind of organizing them and arranging them and like creating battle scenes and stuff. And then like, oh, that's cool. Um, what, what I did like, I didn't have any, but if I had access to them, I would grab them with both hands as my little ponies with their brushable hair. I was fascinated by those. I, I just couldn't get... I didn't get it. They were just so pretty. I couldn't their pastel colours and their brushable manes and tails. I, I think I, I I don't know. I remember there was one time I didn't steal everyone, but I borrowed someone's uh, without <laughs> them knowing. Borrowed. Um I borrowed someone's um hot rod from school. Transformer I, hot rod. No, um the cars. Oh, hot the, wheels. The hot wheels. Yeah. I, I accidentally I borrowed it. I didn't tell them, I just went in the bag and I borrowed it. <laughs> Because Ooh. it changed color in the water. Oh, yeah, cool. And yeah. Um, I remember going, oh, my God, I can't wait to play with it. And I remember putting it in the bath, and it changed color. And then and then as soon as it changed color, it went back to the other color. And I was like, okay, that's cool. And then I remember going, okay, I'm bored now. That's it. <laughs> really, that's it. I remember that's bored now. Like, I get that. And what am I supposed to do? Like, vroom, vroom around the bath. I'm like, I'm, well, yeah. I, I remember again going, this is silly. It's not a real color. I just remember thinking, this is really silly. Like, why am I? I remember, I remember being a young kid thinking that I was being stupid and and thinking what if my brother my my dad comes in and sees me trying to like act like these toys are i just remember feeling feeling just like you're an old soul weren't you i was more of a gamer i was more of a gamer i remember remember when the sega when the sega came out the sega master system with alex the kid Mm -hmm. and with sonic the hedgehog and wonder boy that's what i was more into yeah I guess the stories there are already made, aren't they? Mm. So, who do you think's going to do well? Who do you think's going to do well with this? We've and already it's a design and branding. Yeah, we've already seen a design challenge. Um, so, I expect Q and Nymphia to do well. Yeah, uh, absolutely. I just can't imagine them not doing well. Dawn, I, I think Dawn, Dawn could have been in the top uh, last time. Absolutely. My next question, a follow up as well: Who are the drag queens for you that have already the strongest branding? That's a really good question. Um, just to add as well, obviously, Safira did well in the sewing challenge. And Megami. Okay. Uh, uh, strong branding. Uh, Plain Jane. Okay. Uh, she's got good branding. Dawn. Dawn's got... Dawn Nymphia. Nymphia. For example, I want you to know, if 
you if you went backstage mm-hmm. and saw an outfit, if each of these queens gave you an outfit, yeah, backstage and without them present, you had to go back. Mm-hmm. Which queen would you know just by looking at the outfit? Whose it was? That's what that's I for me. That's what branding is. I want most- you to name them now. That we've named some of the most clearly branded there. Um, Q is like, I know what she does as an artist and I know where her talents lie, but in terms of a brand, that's perhaps a little less well defined. Um, Safira's got a pretty strong brand. Does she? Yeah. So you would be able to go backstage and know that there was Safira's? Not- because I think you'd confuse it with Q. No, because no. they're both so grand. No, 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 no. Safira does have a more a, a different style to Q, definitely. You know, more in the realm of kind of um, grandiose opera singer pageantry, but also like a dark camp in there as well. You know, the pumpkin, um, the Doctor Evil from last last week. See, I wouldn't, I, I wouldn't have known. I think I could easily have gone back and been like, "That's definitely Dawn's. Dawn that's Plain Jane's. They'd be the easiest, uh, and that's Nymphia Wind. Yeah, uh, easy. You know what? I also could have figured out which one was Amanda, <laughs> a mandatory <Uh-oh>. meeting, <laughs> just because her brand was very, uh, you know, unique. Do you know, Tsunami has a brand as well. Perhaps not as like instantly recognizable, but like fashion girl, runway, chic, wearable, you know, in terms of her outfits. Yep. Uh, Megami, Geneva. Megami. Megami. I, I, I feel like I pronounce it both ways and you correct no. me whichever way I pronounce it. You've, no. Yeah, I feel like you're playing a game with me now. No, well, Tom, trust I, me, I, I wasn't good at it. feel like you're trying to bring me down. Uh, <sighs> Megami. Uh, Do you know what? I- I can argue that I would also be able to know which one was Maya because it took it took Katsu. Yeah, it'll be. But there we go. Dancing. Something's on there. Yeah, it's something that she can move in. Yeah. So I think I could also do that. I think brand. I think branding is where it starts. Who was? Who are you as a drag queen? Mm -hmm. And then being able to design that for you and for a doll, and then the storytelling part, which they say. I mean, I remember. I remember. Again, season nine, you mm-hmm. they had to come in and they had that story that they gave. And yes. it was all a bit, for me, it was very much, I remember specifically when America's Next Top Model changed from being this fashion model, serious, like trying mm-hmm. to find, you know, trying to find the the, the next Rachel Hunter, the, the next Naomi Campbell. And then, they, and then all of a sudden it twisted to... It being a reality TV show, mm. trying to get ratings, you know, that all of a sudden they had like, come into the spaceship, and then Tyra just automatically appeared, you know, <laughs> in a beam. I, it, it, there was that moment on America's Exit Model where it just twisted. And I, I, um, that time when she did acting and she just fainted in front of them, <laughs> and all the girls like, no, no. Tyra, please. <laughs> yes. Yeah, at the moment that it, that it became just like nonsensical, and mm. I think that was season nine when that happened. I was just like, "What are we doing now?" We jumped the shark. We do, yeah, when that happened in season nine, they came up and they had to talk about you know their their little whatever they were characters that they created. I was just going, "How is this drag? <laughs> what what is what is going on here on this day?" <laughs> well. I guess kind of who won that one? It was Trinity the Tuck, wasn't it? Or Trinity Taylor, as she was then known. Um, 
Yeah, I do remember some of the nicest designs actually being safe. Shay, Charlie, um, I think Peppermint was high, wasn't she? Um, Peppermint, you need need one. one. (laughs) Um, And Alexis Michelle was trying to make hashtag Subway Fish happen. Oh, it happened. Oh, it happened for about five minutes. (laughs) It happened, Mama. Trust. If Alexis Michelle says it happened, then it happened. Yeah, so the queens that I think that are going to do well this week will be Dawn because she also sews. Yeah, and yeah. she's got a strong brand. Uh-huh. In my opinion, and, and, Nymphia. and Nymphia. I feel like it's yeah, but you know, Q is going to make something amazing. I think the challenge for Q is going to be the storytelling aspect, yeah, and the branding aspect. Yeah, yeah. I mean, Q, I love you, girl. That girl cannot dance, and <laughs> and that mini challenge. I was like, what? What is she doing? She said it into a joke, didn't she's she? She's having a seizure standing up. <laughs> spelling. She's having a seizure spelling. Spelling. I was just like, girl. But they did a, a, well, it wasn't a flamenco challenge, but I'm sure Charo was there. No, it wasn't. It was... Um, Chichi the Vane. Yeah, and Thorgy doing like the attack to Nervios. Yes, yes, yes. I, I remember loving yeah, Thorgy yeah, yeah. in that moment because yeah. she did it at the right time. What mm-hmm. was that? Cha-cha, bitch. Cha-cha, bitch. Cha-cha, bitch. That was a good one as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think that, oh my God. So before we watch a bit more, our silent assassin hiding her talents. Oh, Nymphia. Miss Nymphia wins. You know, remember last week? Oh, she, uh, she's like, all oh. of a sudden she's a K-pop. She was part of a K-pop group. <laughs> and now this week she's like, are you, yeah, I used to collect Brat Stolls. No, not used to currently. Oh, I collect I, Brat Stolls. I, I collect and modify Brat Stolls. This is not going to be a challenge for me. Like uh, this girl. She hides She's got like a whole bunch of lights she's hiding under several bushels. Keep an eye on this one. Great. A bit more we've seen. So I think we're going to discuss. A, a first bit of all, more we have seen. Yes, a bit more we what have an seen. unusual sentence structure. So therefore, Yoda talking we shall do. A bit do. more we have seen. Mm. <laughs> Podcast we will go. Mm. Podcast we shall talk. What was that accent? I don't know. Uh, I just remember, I think, I think Q has a vendetta. Ooh. To win this episode. A, because she was in the bottom. And in her mind, she shouldn't have been, even though she absolutely should have. Uh-huh. But also, she's been robbed of several wins. And this is her bread and butter. From her point of view. Yeah, from her. Yeah. So, I actually think Q shares something really important with us. Uh, so, we're just about to watch the runway, aren't we? Yeah. We haven't um, seen it yet, but I thought we were just having a little talk, Tom. And I think anything... Got a bit quiet in it. Got a bit quiet. I wanted to just, you know, talk. Mm. Conversate. About... Yeah, conversate. And I think about the process, maybe we'll kind of integrate into what we see on the runway. But Q revealed that she grew up um, in a family who really struggled with money um, in really, really quite a bad way at times, it sounds. And so... It sounds like she developed a tendency to strive and achieve in order to move away from the poverty that she grew up in. And it sounds like I think it's implied there's there's kind of uh, she placed an expectation upon herself that she would then provide, you know, she would achieve and be successful so she could support her family. And so it feels like that she said there was guilt in going into the arts because that's clearly where her passion lay, theatre, drag. Um, but it's not, you know, better than anybody, it's not a stable industry, is it? Um, uh, yeah. So um, I think if Q's not doing well, the best, the best, I think guilt kicks in. Because she needs she needs to justify the fact that she's doing drag and, and an art by doing it perfectly. Mm. Does that make sense? I know what you mean. Yes. Mm. 
and it, it seemed like it was several fold like she she she'd go to the um theater auditorium run her lines as a distraction when she couldn't afford lunch and it sounds like it's always been also a form of escapism for her as well yeah i mean stories like that bring me to uh, you know it's quite when you when you grow up without mm-hmm. money mm-hmm. um i mean i had a huge family yeah so you learn how to hide when you don't have lunch mm-hmm. oh, i'm going to the bathroom and then you, you you just stay in the bathroom for like maybe 10 minutes and then you know everyone's finished eating now everyone's at the playground mm-hmm. and then you go out there you you learn how to do how how to how to hide um your poverty yeah um so it's it's nice hearing these stories for me because I'm like oh yeah I, you, I I hear you sister you I connected you. with what Q said yeah. yeah and Q my tip is I I may or may not have gone into people's bags and taken you know a roll up now and then or <laughs> oh um God. or a banana or two we're hearing a lot today not just Hot Wheels cars but bananas <laughs> as well God. I'm getting all these flashbacks of the like, things that I used you, to like do. hanging out in the locker room. <laughs> when everybody else is because in, in my primary school, mm-hmm. all the bags, I don't know, there was a bag room. Yeah. So you had to put your bag in the bag room. Mm-hmm. So you'd go in there, you put it in there. Um, and then, but the classroom was separate. Mm-hmm. So I would, you know, go to, if you go to the bathroom or you have to go to the toilet or you have to go, you know, run errands or the teacher goes, give this a room something. You just, you know, kind of slip by the bag room and, and pick up a snack. Test your, test your luck. You know, give oh. it a go. Little Paolo. Um, <laughs> Jesus. You just I might need to that. edit that out. <laughs> Don't leave your food around me, everyone, because nothing's changed. Oh, no. We, we no nothing's that. changed. I still, no. I still go on people's... <laughs> I think we had as well our first glimpse into the person underneath the persona of plain Jane. I, th- I thought this was like a really genuine moment of her, which I think is rare from what we've seen on the show. Um, so she reveals that uh, she grew up in an environment that where the the kind of systemic and direct homophobia was was really really strong. What I find really interesting is that um, Plain sounds very forgiving of her parents because she accepts that that's the cultural environment that they grew up in, and which because they were a tight knit russian jewish immigrant community as well that 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 cultural environment continued in the usa and they were always immersed in it um so i think that's very interesting and very generous of jane actually uh plain rather to to uh to to, to yeah sort of understand her, where her parents were coming from particularly her dad but it, i think it does um w- tell us a little bit more about why jane behaves the way she does as well um so she when people grew up with such harsh criticism those sorts of attacks they're internalized and can form a sort of reciprocal role so she internalizes that and that makes her in turn quite a critical person which comes out as her her shade basically but people can also because in in um relational models like that people can have a self to other but a self to self so i wonder if um jane it's implied I, i'm not saying this for certain i wonder if plain jane maybe does struggle with her own uh self-esteem and has a quite a harsh uh self to self sort of inner monologue as well mm. speculating i'm speculating yeah mm. i i do like the fact that um she is quite forgiving mm. and understanding because 
like she said, that's all my dad knew. Yeah. And we yeah. are a product of how we're brought up a lot of the times. Yeah. Sometimes, um, you know, e- even even me, I don't think, like, my dad, mm-hmm. if I was to tell my dad about me being mm-hmm. gay, I think that he, his response is and will be, it doesn't make sense to him because it doesn't fall in line with his yeah. religion. He, he mm-hmm. won't understand that. It's not that he won't love who I am. It's yes. just that it doesn't fit. And so I... And I've told you this. I don't blame yeah. my dad. I know. I don't yeah. blame my dad for for not understand. That, that's his world. That's that's his worldview. That's all he. That's all he's known. Mm-hmm. So um, I can understand plain Jane on that. Absolutely. The stories that I've heard that, that are just so mind-boggling to me is how plasma went as Dorothy for how I, I don't. I find it so amazing hearing stories of how open parents how are that's, these that's days lovely about though, isn't she, it? The, and then Dawn, how her mom got dolls for her to play. I'm just hearing these stories going, wow, this is a different world to what I know parents to be and to how to react. I'm <laughs> very, like, very what? different to your experience. Absolutely. But wonderful to hear as well, isn't it? That I mean I don't know how old uh, Dawn or Plasma are, but I think they're younger than us. <laughs> and it, it, things have moved on and, and, th- and thank 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 goodness. I'm like, are we one of those back in my day, We're very Dawn? Back in my day. Dawn Plasma, back in my day. You couldn't go as Dorothy to Halloween. Thank goodness for these parents who do um, support uh, and nurture their children who aren't gender conforming. Um, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Do you know what I thought of when I saw those shoes, when Plasma showed those bright red shoes? Oh, do you know what I thought of? What? Ginger Minja's fake story. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> uh, I just when those shoes came up, I was like, "Oh my god!" You, she took me right back to All Stars and that corner. I mean, come it was, on, it was a good story, wasn't come it? Come on, she's it a raconteur. Ugh, it was just okay. Let's go and watch the runway. I want to see what they make. Obviously, you're the you're the eyes. You're the fashionista. You're you're our our high fashion couture queen, Tom. But you know what? I may be the eyes, but you're the heart. <laughs> okay. Thank you. <laughs> like playing Jane, you're turning over a new leaf. <laughs> Am I being you? less shady? Oh, oh, did we get a reference to Candy Muse from Megami? I think so, because... Is Megami... Was it... I can't remember if it was season 13 or All Stars 8, where Candy was like, if you turn over a leaf, it's still a leaf, which is Danny DeVito now, apparently. If she turns over a leaf, it's still a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the room. Danny DeVito. Danny DeVito is here. <laughs> reading reading for Candy Muse. Thank you very much. Danny DeVito. And then Megami said the same thing inside the workroom. Yeah. So I'm like, was she was she giving a little come through nudge, reference nudge. queen? Tsunami. Queen of culture. Tsunami, why didn't you call her out? Why did he be like ah ah ah? Copyright. Yeah. Ah ah ah. No no no. Um producers, let's go back and I'll say that. I'm a muse. Yeah. yeah. That She's is not amused. Amuse- yeah. Sing, okay. It's not amused. Sing. Thank you very much. I'm seeing three blues, three materials being used on three queens. The same blue. I don't know what's going on. What? What? what it's uh, come on. We've seen the kimono episode. I know, and it wasn't even the same material. It was just I, a kimono, and now you guys want to share the it, same materials. It looked like three it was of you. a particularly appealing fabric, though, because it was nice color. It had stretch, and it didn't look cheap. Plasma should have held on to that and been like, no, I'm not having anyone else going. Plasma was so in her own head and like trying to do what she needed to do. And her mind is going a mile a minute. Um, 
so she just didn't really know because playing Jane was like, I'm going to take like half of this. And she's like, fine, 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 fine. Yeah. Um, it was, it was that I found that really funny because playing Jane didn't ask. She told her, I'm taking half of this. Okay. I mean, <laughs> right, look, let's have a look. Let's see what they've created. All right, let's get into this. What a wonderful runway presentation. It is. Yeah. We're starting off with Tsunami Muse, Tom. And now we're looking at... How how are you going to judge this? What's your criteria? (laughs) It's not going to be like strict marking or anything, but I'm going to be thinking about the outfit. Uh, Thinking about if it translates to the doll and whether the doll looks good as well. Uh, And whether they did a good voiceover. So just like a couple of other... uh, Oh, also branding. Do are they embodying their brand as a queen? I'd like you to join me in this conversation. Would I'm just you? gonna go. I'm just gonna follow my heart. My, I'm just gonna let my heart decide. That's all we can ask of you. Thank Bella. you. Yeah. Now, Shinami Muse, what do you think? Well, I do think she's on brand because she's presenting something that looks kind of um, chic and wearable. Uh, I do think that's Shinami's brand. She's um, she always looks kind of, and I mean this as a compliment, ready to wear. But she elevates it and she looks elegant and she's a great model on the runway. And I think that's what she's done today. I love this color combination. Um, I think I can see like it feels modern, but there's like a little bit of a 70s twist to it with the bell bottoms. Um, I think I could. I'm not a seamstress. I know I say this every time, but like I could nitpick at a couple of details with the fit of the top and things like that, maybe. But overall, I think she looks really, really pretty. And this is on brand. The voiceover made me chuckle and the doll looked good. Okay. I thought it was good. I thought it was good. I just think that Tsunami makes everything look good because yeah. I, I just think she's such a model. So she's it's hard model. for me. Mm. It's really hard, but I, I enjoyed what I saw. I think overall, I think she's done a good job. I think if I could nitpick up maybe details in the construction, but that's it. Okay. Yeah. Safira. So Safira, we saw Safira having... Um, a bit of a struggle in the workroom in the sense that she was giving a lot of time to Maya in particular and she was making an opera coat that didn't put in an appearance oh um however the dress itself i really like i think it's elegant i think it fits her theme so her is hers is grand dame diva metropolitan opera edition (laughs) very fitting for Safira. This looks right on brand to me. I think the pattern is lovely i like how she's given it a bit of a modern twist with the translucent bottom part of the dress um and I, I think she looks really great i don't think it translated super duper well onto the doll okay um the doll looked a bit windswept yeah and the pattern was too big mm-hmm. that was always going to be her challenge yeah uh but the voiceover was funny and i think there was good branding here all right and i think the dress she's made don't get me wrong i think her dress looks gorgeous and very beautifully made yeah i agree i agree with you would have loved to see that opera coat though yeah, I bet you she's gonna say it, and then they're gonna be like, "Well, you were helping Maya," mm-hmm. and um, you know what? If there's one thing I've learned from the airlines is that you put on your own mask before you put one on your children. Oh, oh more Drag Race philosophy. So mm. I think that she should have, you know, done her looked after herself <laughs> before she went around playing um miss asia o'hara <laughs> or veronica know, green or veronica green she should have just like you know put herself first but do you know who was the six the one who managed to pull that off remember i i says she's like well i've helped everybody and i made this beautiful wedding dress you know yeah. i'm just that kind of gal she's just not thrilled not no no threat plasma's <laughs> looking very just one thing about safira sorry i love her eye acting okay yeah 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 don't you i mean yeah 
Okay. <laughs> Work. On, you're going to start with Plasma. I just said I liked it. Yeah. You I, like I, Plasma. Girl, pin. Pin. If, if you're wearing a hat that's supposed to stay on or any, any head kind of garment, mm. pin that in. So Seriously. That, that is something that obviously happened. The headscarf kept falling down. It became a bit of a big deal. Um, this is much better than her last effort, I think. Um, I think the I love the 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 under the baby blue color that everybody's borrowed. I'm not a big fan of what's going on with the wrap and the headscarf and the cape, and it's all just like she's a bit tangled up in it. Uh, and I think it drops the overall taste and style of the ensemble. Okay, she looks like Lucille Ball though. Uh, she looks gorgeous, and this I think overall she's going for like a kind of Liz Taylor goes on a yacht kind of yeah, vibe, isn't she? I can see this lady driving in the countryside, yeah, in a convertible, um, with the wind blowing through her hair. So she sunglasses told us a good story, on. didn't she? This is the story that I also get, so that's good. Tells so a good story, and the doll looked fine, and I do think this is on brand. It's old school glamour. Plain Jane looks amazing. I think Plain's done a really good job. I think she's ticked every box. Design challenge, check. Doll, check. Storytelling, check. I think she's got ticks across the board. So she's she's um, produced, uh, again, the same fabric, but this lovely kind of stretch velour in like a baby blue. And she's created a bodysuit, but it's kind of like a skater dress. So I got a little bit... I wish she'd committed to a um, the retired Russian skater uh, who is now a, a what do you call a coach uh, and is also a spy kind of storyline i didn't get the aquatic thing this is more icy to me that's icy it, spicy for young too pricey it is giving denali it <laughs> yeah. is it, she's giving ice dancer but i'm being nitpicky i'm just saying what i see i think she's done a great job what she's made is it the most advanced garment in the world no it's a it's a beautifully embellished bodysuit but she does look great Hair and makeup on point. Storyline was good. Voiceover was very funny. Yes. Uh, it's always going to be with playing Jane. And she performed it really well. One thing that I need to say, that part of storytelling, as well as the story, is how you tell the story. And yeah. Ha- and, and how you tell it, and also the way that you, you speak through it. It was mm-hmm. so clear. It was so easy to understand. Whereas I do find it, I did find it hard for me to really understand some of the girls' Through their story. Yes, yes. Um, Tsunami found hard as she was speaking. I just don't think she speaks with so much clarity. Mm-hmm. I think she's got such a... She speaks with her vo- voice quite back. Okay, back, and okay. It's, it's quite a... It's, it's a thick sound. Mm-hmm. Um, but you think Plain did a good job with the story. Plain did a great job. Yeah, and she was funny as well, and the yeah. doll looked good. And she acted through. It was great. Yeah. Nymphia Wind. I think she looks really beautiful. This is one of my favourites so far. Uh, so she's giving me, it's like this big kind of birthday cake, Disney princess kind of affair. I love the pink and yellow color scheme. Uh, so she's staying true to her brand. Um, I wonder if they're going to start to criticize her for being too banana at some point. No, I think, I think if this wasn't a branding challenge That's week, right. Then, right. then they, then they should critique her. But th- mm. even though for her banana, She's overdone it, yes, but if it's branding, you need to stay true to it. So, no, I don't think that. Also, like, for example, if we, if, um, 
Morphine was to do BBL. Mm-hmm. That's kind of her brand. And I know that Michelle just told her, you're more than that. We don't want to see it. I was really happy that she still talked yeah. about it and mentioned it because that is her brand. Yeah, she'll change it next week, yeah. but not on branding week. So this look is giving me a bit kind of, you know, Belle, the Disney princess. It's giving me a bit uh, Jeremy Scott for Moschino. Um, I love how she's, she, there's a bow, but and there were bows on her last design look, but it's just a completely different entity that she's serving. She's giving us this gentle, like frou-frou princess as opposed to like the fierce haute couture kind of fashion model from last time. Um, you notice there's a bit of a difference in the color scheme with the two dolls. I, I think that's a minor detail, really, because the doll looked great because we did find out it's another one of her hidden talents. There's <laughs> nothing she can't do. Was her story cohesive? Perhaps less than, for example, Jane's. Mm-hmm. But uh, brilliant design, very well branded. She looks beautiful. I just love how obnoxiously big that bow is. I mean... That's what I love about it as it's well. It's just... It's very Devil Wears Prada. She pursed her lips, but she's pursing it in a good way. It's, I'm it's, I'm in love with that bow. She had to carry it, didn't she? Oh, it's it beautiful. Wonderful. It's be- it's drag, and it, I love it. That is drag. You're right. Next up, we have J Lo. Well, that's it. So Morphine is serving. <laughs> very- she gave this kind of Miami girl character, which was on brand for her, but to me, to my mind, very J Lo in the Versace dress, but in a different color. Mm. Uh, although that dress was available in different colours, there was like a red version as well mm. that was kind of like seen less. Uh, I for think you, for, you, for a second there, I thought you said, which was seamless. <laughs> seamless. 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 Uh, she looks lovely, uh, possibly slightly less well constructed than some of the other looks we've seen, but she looks lovely. Hair and makeup on point. The doll itself looked like it had been dragged backwards through a hedge, but I think that might have been intentional, right? Why would it be intentional? Because she's like a Miami party girl. So she's know. like, she starts off the night looking immaculate and then she looks I'm... a bit rougher as the night goes on, right? Well, then her hair on the main stage should have told that same story. Mm. Um, no, that that doll, that hair, oh, Wow. That was yeah. it was dry. It was it was a different wig. <laughs> it, was it was something else. It was something else. She back combed it a little bit, hadn't she? And checked a bit of dry shampoo in it. Uh, she she her voiceover was funny, uh, and the branding is good. I just I think that if she gets judged, it'll, I think they'll talk about the doll more than her look. Okay, uh, Maya uh, looks great. But I like I like Maya. This is right up your street. So tell me what you like about Maya's look. The color. Yep. Yep. I yep. love the color. I love that it's very on brand because it's another bodysuit for her. Like she needs to flip, and she said it in her story. And I I think this is nice. Yes, it was made by um, another queen on the stage. Mm-hmm. I think she did a good job. I do. I I I think this is on brand for Maya. And you're right. She needs a bodysuit and she looks up to like icons like Lil Kim, Nicki Minaj, all those influences are in there, aren't there? Um, is this the most elevated thing on the stage? Probably not, but she looks good. Um, I don't think I didn't think the doll looked great. The outfit didn't translate very well to the doll, I didn't think. Okay. And her voice over didn't make a huge amount of sense to me. Mm, yeah. I felt confusion, but she looks good and she's on brand. Okay. What about Miss New York Megami? I think Megami's made a really nice bodysuit here. Uh, It fits her beautifully. 
Uh, it, it looks expensive. I, I think so. It's good. And she had one of the funnier voiceovers as well and told a good story. Mm. Um, I guess. Have I, th- have I thought of her as a New York queen? I mean, she obviously is. I think of her more as a... I'm surprised she didn't go the cosplay route. I thought that that would have been where she went. Yeah, yeah. But, um, yeah. but she told a good story. She looks good. She loves a prop. And I keep saying it week on week. I wish her props were just a little bit bigger. Okay. As big as those placards that she whipped out in the talent show. <laughs> Come on, Megami. We want some big, big props. Megami, uh, we have a size queen here. You need to please her. <laughs> Thank you very, oh, we want bigger. We want bigger. Uh, but she she looks really good. I think she's accentuated her shape beautifully. I love this color on her. This sort of yes. this deep azure. The material and the way that it hits the lights. I just yeah. love it. She was a glimmering, shimmering. It was nice. It was like when you look at the ocean at nighttime and you see the moon reflect on it and that's the ripples. So, so poetic. Bono. That's well. That's what I thank you. That's what I saw. Thank you for evoking that, Megami. You're welcome. Uh, but yeah, she looks good. I think she's done a good job, and she she performed it nicely as well. I thought. Uh, next up, we have Geneva. Now, poor Geneva had quite the struggle. So she was using this red fabric that she just clearly ran out of. Uh, and she had to scrabble something together at the end. And to be honest, unfortunately, it does show. What surprised me is that she did seem to have this like quite lovely, bold floral fabric on the floor in front of her that I thought would have been well on brand for her. You know, flirty, floral uh, but she, whether she didn't have enough of it or whatever, I don't know, but I'm surprised she didn't use it. Now, the outfit that she's put together, I'm not the biggest fan of. I don't think it flatters her. I think it looks a little bit cheap. Um, and the doll looked better than she did, I thought. So she did, she spent more time on the doll. So bless you, Geneva, for making sure your doll was sorted. Uh, but I'm not a big fan of this look. And the voiceover lost me. I got lost. Those shoes. Those shoes. Those shoes. Mama Pow. Those shoes. That's all. And Let's Laura, move on to Dawn. Well, Roach was squinting at the shoes as well. So, Dawn, Oh, I love Roach, by the way. Yeah. I love Roach. She knows her fashion. I love. Yes. We loved him on uh, Legendary. Legendary. Well, I loved him on America's Next Top Model. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And obviously all the work he's done with Zendaya is just fantastic. Yeah. Uh, Dawn has done a fantastic job, I think. Dawn looks great. Dawn looks like uh, a 70s Yves Saint Laurent uh, kind of presentation with a Dune uh, twist. Uh, She's giving us, I think she's very well branded. She's given us intergalactic entity. The voiceover was funny. The the dress is just so, so good. The, The hood and the kind of silver and the blue and... It just sort of drapes her in such an elegant way. Um, she truly does look ethereal and otherworldly. Beautiful. And the way that the lashes were so big, mm. it was it compensated for the lack of hair. They're a different postcode, those lashes. I, I just, this is beautiful. Dawn, you're amazing. Just bloody amazing. I love this look. Dawn has done a fantastic job this it's a week. Trophy. You're a trophy with a yeah. gown. She really, really Walking is. Walking the runway, period. <laughs> Sashaying. Floating. Now, the last queen is cute, and oh my god, uh, the queens should be happy she had to walk out last. Could you imagine walking out after this? Q has done an absolutely fantastic job with this garment. You you were like, oh my gosh, she made that, and she did. I can't believe you made that. You're amazing. Q, this is your week. I guess if we're looking at it, we've got a kind of 
bodysuit with an additional bodice and these capelets and this beautiful uh, crown. And I just love the the interplay between these coppers and bronzes. It's just so, so gorgeous and tasteful and beautiful. She's an otherworldly couture tree from Narnia. This is a, this is just mythical. This is this is amazing. I love it. I think she kind of summed... I think she did a good job with the branding, considering earlier we were like, well, maybe her brand isn't quite as strong as some of the other girls. But, like, she's giving a sort of fairy tale, sort of magical seamstress. And that's what she is. She's, she's somebody who brings her dreams and things from her imagination to life in an almost a ma- magical way. So I think she did a good job with that. The voiceover was funny. The doll looked just as gorgeous as she does, and this, the look just speaks. This for is just amazing, just absolutely beautiful. Top three, top three. A Q. I'm, I'm going to see your. She's she's in your top three, whether you like her or not, because <laughs> she is top three. So, who else are you putting in your top three? It's Q. Q for me. Q Dawn and Inthia. It's quite easy. Uh, that's it. Okay, for me, it's Q Dawn and. Oh, Nymphia, but I also really love Jade. I know. Well, why don't you put Plain in there? But we'll Plain, see, we'll Plain. See, we'll see who gets into the top three. Okay. Now, who do you think's in trouble? I mean, I mean, I, it's Geneva Carr. Geneva is the roller coaster queen of this season, from high to low to lip syncing to winning to lip syncing. She's either been in the top or in the bottom. I mean. The poor thing. The poor thing. She must be knackered. She's going to go up again in the bottom. For me, I would say... Do you know, um, I think... Can I hop in? Yeah. I think Plasma's in trouble. Oh, she in danger, girl. She in danger, girl. Plasma. It's not that she looks terrible. It's just there's a lot of good okay. looks up here. And it's such a multifaceted challenge. Uh, I just think other queens did a better job than her. And I love her. I think she's fantastic. But there's just something about the taste level of what she's created that just doesn't gel okay. for me. I'll go with that. We'll go with that. Okay. And if we'd say another third queen who could vie for the bottom. I mean, I'm I'm going to say Maya, actually. Okay. I'm going to say Tsunami. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Yeah, okay. Just, I see where you're coming from. Yeah. Both fab queens just main. They've just not quite hit different facets this week. We'll see what happens. Q finally got her Q. win. Let's give her her props. Q. Q. I mean, this is so well deserved. Q. I mean, there was no other winner this week. I don't think. I think other queens that we mentioned did fantastic job, but Q really was. And the, in the head words and of Nicki Minaj, you shit it on them. You put your number twos in the ear because you did it on them. I think Law said that as well, didn't he? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, when she came out, it was game over. It was a wrap. It was, okay, cool. Cut the lighting. Get camera roll. No no, no need for this. Everyone go home now. The little glitter There's trick one. was really fantastic as well. It was well, amazing. It? It really, and then really the bottom two is Maya. Maya LePage and Geneva Carr. And we noticed that when Maya came back out, she was in her dancing boots. She'd kicked off those slightly mismatched turquoise pumps that she was wearing earlier, and she was in her patent dancing boots. So we knew we were in for a show. Maya, it was so nice to see you in your power. Yes. To see you in your in your zone. And it was, I mean, she won. She won. Her, she's got no bones in that back. She was oh. back bending. She was flipping, tripping, twirling, swirling, death dropping. Everything was just She's strong, beautiful. As well, isn't she? She's a great performer. Mm. Great performer. You know, the, the only thing that was I was worried about is 
please tits don't fall out too much <laughs> and i was like please please don't let that wig fall off please that's oh, I, I just i just keep this thinking girl that. knows how to pin a wig in yeah that's her oh, that's her this is her thing butter. this is her yeah, thing yeah, yeah, yeah. it was so nice to see my you ate you smashed and it was, was so fantastic. entertaining you lit that stage on fire mm-hmm. my you deserve to stay great so she won the lip sync well giant jackson control we saw geneva doing her best but just not keeping up unfortunately she's mm. trying to you, you spotted a few rhythm nation uh, yeah moves i like there. it I, she was yeah. trying, I, there was some rhythm nation going on and i appreciate that how hard it is to be on stage and seeing someone do so well that you oh I, I, defeatist i wonder if that crept in I, I think that's key because maya didn't look at geneva once she knew what she was she doing, was but she was not th- worried at all she was like this is yeah. my stage and why you want it <laughs> but <laughs> geneva blesser was quite concerned with what maya was doing um should we see what the judges think the judges agree and we say farewell to geneva geneva's you've put up a fight since day one seriously she's a fierce she's a fierce queen she's a fighter and now she's driving off into the sunset oh i messed that up i said sunset Somerset to Somerset. She's driving to Somerset. 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 Yeah, (laughs) yeah. So if you're listening down there, um, let her know. Welcome her with open arms. Book her in. Um, yeah. Goodbye, Geneva. Yep, Fab Queen. Absolutely. Um, But what a roller coaster it's been for her. What what a journey. Yeah. What a journey. journey Get it because she's a Geneva car. There we go. I mean, there it is. I mean, they they just keep coming, don't they? Oh, 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 Um, goodness me. That's it. That's all I have. I I I hope her insurance isn't too expensive. <laughs> well, Geneva is also a, a finance company. It's also the capital of like Geneva Finance. They're a finance company for people for loans. Uh, anyway, everyone, we're gonna give it to a. Stop analyzing Geneva. Congrats, Maya. Um, next week we have a musical. We do good sound performance. of music performance challenge. Yes. So make sure that you join us there. And also remember that we've got all stars UK versus the world too. That comes Electric out Boogaloo. as well. Yeah. Okay, so you got twice the love, twice the <laughs> spilling the G and T. You're gonna be sick of us. Yeah, you're gonna be sick of us. But you know, it is what it, it is. There is too much of a good thing. It's true. It's true. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> Everyone, make sure that you join us. This is Paolo. Love to Tom. We'll see you guys next Lots week. Love, guys. See you soon. <laughs>